The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The picture, perfect marriage. The beautiful living environment. Three gorgeous little boys. What happened to Anna? A 39-year-old mom seemingly went to the airport for a business trip, a quick trip from Boston to D.C., but apparently never made it to the airport. And from that point, vanishes into thin air. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. What the hey? Uh... Take a listen to our friends at WPRI. New tonight, police are asking the public to help them find a Cohasset, Massachusetts mother of three who vanished without a trace on New Year's Day. 39-year-old Anna Walsh left her home early Sunday morning. She was supposed to take a flight from Logan to D.C. where she works during the week, but there's no record of her ever boarding a flight. Police say there's been reports that she took a ride share, but investigators haven't been able to confirm that. There's also been no electronic footprint of her in five days. Okay, all this starts in Cohasset in Norfolk County, Massachusetts. With me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now. Before I introduce them all, I want to go to a special guest, Dana Kennedy, senior reporter with my favorite newspaper, the New York Post. Dana, thank you for being with us. This just is, it's really hard for me to believe from everything I know about Anna Walsh that she would leave her three little boys alone. I mean, have you looked at photos of her? There's not really a lot of photos of her and her family, but she always seems so connected 
to the children. She did seem connected to the children, Nancy. At the same time, I felt it was a little bit strange. She got this new job in Washington, D.C., and she had like a small apartment. Okay, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Dana Kennedy, you happen to have a lot of information, and you're like the fire hydrant of news. It just comes out so fast. I've got to, you know, I like to make flow charts, right? And I can't really write that quickly. Now, hold on. New job. What was new job? Her new job was as a real estate executive with a Washington, D.C. based firm. Hold on. You know what? I knew she was in real estate. Um, and that she's fairly successful, but I didn't know it was a new job. Hmm. Now, let, let me think that through. So she's living in Cohasset, and the job, is it based in D.C., or does she just have to go there occasionally? It's based in D.C. Ugh. Okay. That's tough. Even though that's not a long trip. Dana, you're familiar with the, um, I call it the second LaGuardia, where uh, there is an airport that just does shuttles. They do from LaGuardia, New York to um, D.C. Right. They used to do one from LaGuardia to Boston. It's really quick. And the only flights leaving the Marine Terminal, as it was called, are just those couple of few cities. And it's like a hop, jump, and a skip. So is that true from Cohasset? I guess you take um, the Boston Airport to D.C. How far is that of a flight? It's only about an hour. I mean, I actually come from Massachusetts and some of the one of the towns involved is my hometown in this case. It's really only an hour flight, but it's at least an hour from Cohasset to Logan Airport. Yep. And, you know, once you get to Washington, D.C., it's, you know, you have to get into the city. So it's a hot jump. But it still takes time. You know, that's so true about every fl- every trip. You think, oh, it's just an hour flight. But by the time you leave early to get to the airport an hour or two early, so, you know, in case there are lines, by the time it's all said and done, it's like four or five hours, no matter how you slice the bread. At least. I'm just thinking about her. So now her new job is based in D.C. Would she go for the whole week? Yes. Well, who was taking care of the boys while she's gone for the week? The husband. That's a big stress on a marriage and a family leaving. If I, you're, you're going to laugh, Dana. I, I swear, if I go one night and I don't think I'm the most critical person in the family, but when I'm gone one night, I come home, the whole house looks like bears have been living there. I look <laughs> in the children's backpacks and they're full of like trash. I ask what they have for supper as if I didn't know it's going to be pizza. That's no vegetables, Dana, at all. Okay, well, apparently they had it worked out. So she leaves the house that morning? Well, we don't know. There's That's what he said. Okay, that's what the hubby says. Tell me about Cohasset, where they lived. Cohasset is a, is a really pretty high-end seaside town, pretty posh. And they were living in a rental because the house they'd had before uh, actually burned down. Now, hadn't they already moved out of it when it caught on fire? Yes. And some other people were living there. That's just another wrinkle in this case. So we've got this gorgeous, and I mean gorgeous, 39-year-old mom, Anna Walsh, with three boys, ages two, four, and six. She just takes a new real estate job, but she has to travel to get there. What was her job before that, Dana? She was basically in hospitality, Nancy. She started off really low level, almost as a cleaning lady, according to some some of my sources. However, she graduated pretty quickly to hotels, like hotels in Western Massachusetts 
and around that area. Can I tell you something? Uh, everybody on the panel and Dr. Bethany Marshall is going to love this. Uh, also with me, in addition to Dana Kennedy, senior reporter with New York Post. And it's a real honor to have you, Dana. Dr. Bethany Marshall joining me, psychoanalyst out of Beverly Hills at drbethanymarshall.com and star of Bling Empire on Netflix. Dr. Bethany, I tracked down a friend of Anna's, and this is how he met her. He and his son would often visit the grandmother, his mother, in Boston. And at that time, Anna, for years, was working at a high-end hotel in Boston, and that is where Frank and his son Henry would always stay. And Anna would handle their reservation and whatever they needed while they were there. And she took a particular liking to Henry, the little boy, um, the son. And she would always give him special treats and uh, recommend things for them to do in Boston when they weren't with the mother, Miss Huller. And over the years, they became really good friends. And uh, she would go out of her way to do things for Frank, who's a single dad trying to take care of his son. And she really made a huge impact, not only on him and his son, but other people in the hotel, too. And that really gave me an insight into her after many, many discussions with Frank about her because she didn't know them and she didn't know the little boy but went out of her way, above and beyond any duty at the hotel, just to be genuinely kind and welcoming and sincere to people she didn't even know, Dr. Bethany. You know, Nancy, this is so profound what you're sharing because she started in 2015 as a recent immigrant, um, as Dana said, cleaning rooms. And she advanced quickly, which tells me that she's a very hard worker, but hard work did not get in the way of wanting to help others. It tells me that this is a woman who's capable of forming attachments. And that's very important for this story because it means this is not a mother who just took off, who was unattached to her children who or who was unattached to her husband. In fact, going to, to D.C. for work may have actually been a sacrifice to be away from her family. So this woman is beloved. She cares. She's altruistic. Um, She has family and friends around her. She forms long, long, long long-term relationships. Someone like this does not just get in the car and drive away from their family, right? They don't just find another lover and, you know, leave it all. Like we see with some mothers who are not even bonded with their children. So they create a, a new life in secret. This is not Anna Walsh. Anna Walsh Walsh cared. Anna Walsh was attached. Anna Walsh was firmly ensconced in a community and in her relationships. So what do we know about the morning she apparently got a ride share of some sort, Uber or Lyft, to the airport for a trip to D.C.? Now, one thing I can tell you is it's on January 1 when most people are off. Take a listen now to our friends at WUSA. Anna Walsh never made it to her home in Northwest D.C. last Sunday, according to Massachusetts authorities. It's not normal that she's she's missing, so um, you know we automatically feel that she's in danger by the mere fact that she's missing. A relative told Cohasa police that the 39-year-old was seen leaving her Massachusetts home around 4 a.m. on January 1st to take a rideshare to Logan Airport in Boston. 
she was presumably going to catch a flight to Reagan National Airport for a work emergency. Investigators say her husband was asleep when she left. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Straight back to Dana Kennedy joining me, senior reporter in New York Post. On New Year's Eve, December 31, 
Is this correct that she had a dinner with friends? Yes, they had a dinner with one friend. One friend. Was that in the home or did they go out? It was in the home. In the home. Okay, so the friend, did the friend stay overnight? No, but he he has been quoted. Okay, so we know she was there for New Year's Eve and, okay, just just wanted to back up just a little bit to confirm the timeline. Take a listen to more from WSA. Three days after she was seen leaving her home with bags in hand, Walsh was reported missing. We cannot confirm that she actually got into a ride share in Cohasset. We can further, um, we, we have confirmed with the airlines, and that's been a challenge, um, that she did not board um, a plane this week. Police say her phone has been off and there has been no activity on her credit or debit cards. Just a loving wife and um, mother to, she always says, three beautiful boys, three beautiful boys, who she loves so much. I wanted you to take a listen to more of what the friend had to say, but first, I want to go to Ross Gardner, forensic consultant and instructor at bevelgardner.com, author of Bloodstained Pattern Analysis, with an introduction to Crime Scene Reconstruction, third edition. Wow. I like that's the third edition. That means you've got three books that you have revised about crime scene reconstruction. And I could talk to you about bloodstain pattern analysis all day long. Ross Gardner, your forensic consultant, let me ask you this very quickly. If you could put it in a nutshell for everybody that hasn't had to do it. How do you confirm whether someone caught a ride share from a certain address? And how do you confirm uh, forensically if you're investigating the case, whether someone took a flight out of Cohasset or out of Boston? Well, today in this technology, it's hard to move about without some level of uh, leaving information behind. I think this is basic criminal investigation. They would have contacted the lifts and the rideshare people, and they have records. And, of course, you are not going to go through TSA without being uh, uh recognized uh, unless you're claim, you know, somebody were to claim that she were traveling in disguise or under a false name. So I think that was the easiest part of the whole deal for the uh, criminal investigators just to figure out. Did she really catch a ride? Yeah. And did she really have a flight or did she ever even have a flight booked? Did she have a flight booked that she didn't catch or did she not even have a flight booked? You know what this is reminding me of to Dana Kennedy in New York Post this name's going to go down in infamy forever. Caitlin Armstrong. Hey, Sid, while you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs, haha, could you just please, when is Caitlin Armstrong's case going to trial? Do they even have a trial date? Remember her, Dana Kennedy? We talked about her. She was the glam yoga instructor that is accused of murdering her boyfriend's extra girlfriend, Mariah. Remember her? Mariah Wilson who was a world-class dirt and mud biker who was in town for competition. And the boyfriend got together with Mariah, you know, for the afternoon. And the next thing you know, she's dead, shot dead in the bathroom. Remember how they finally traced her and found her in, I think, Costa Rica? Was exactly the way Ross Gardner just described evidence photos, video at the airport and from TSA. Absolutely. I, I covered that story when it happened and it was incredible. That it you sure a, did. It was amazing that they didn't get her sooner because as you remember, they saw her 
um, in surveillance video at LaGuardia after she flew out of, I believe, Austin. Mm-hmm. But then somehow she was able to get a friend, I believe, to give her a fake passport. And then she flew out to Costa Rica. It was incredible that she lasted as long as she did. And as we know, I think she had dyed her hair and was making herself look as different as possible. Had a nose job. Yeah. I, I got the trial date. Thank you, Sydney. June 2023. I'm ready for you, Caitlin Armstrong. So <laughs> Ross Gardner is right. Um, I don't know if this young mom ever had a a flight arranged or we just thought she had a flight arranged, but we now know she didn't take a lift, she didn't take an Uber, no rideshare or cab. So, all right, where is she? Now we find out there's no activity on her credit or debit cards. So, how is she living? When is she reported missing? Take a listen to our friends at Boston 25. A Cohasset police log is shedding new light on how the investigation first got started. It says a call requesting a well-being check was made on January 4th by a man who identified himself as the head of security at Honor Walsh's employer in D.C., Tishman Spire. The log says Tishman Spire contacted husband Brian Walsh before he reported his wife missing. It explains that he told police Anna left for D.C. and he hadn't heard from her since. According to the log, Anna's phone last pinged on January 2nd at 3.14 a.m. in Cohasset and hit the tower on Reservoir Road in Cohasset, less than a mile from the family's home. Okay, all of that was interesting to me. But Dana, and, and hey, don't worry, Philip Holloway, I'm getting to you. Philip Holloway with me, high-profile lawyer, founder of the Holloway Law Group in Cobb County, radio host, legal analyst, WSB, host of Sworn, a true crime podcast. Uh, I'm getting there, Phil. And remember, Philip, again, I scolded everyone before we went to air. We're not having high tea at Windsor Castle. Jump in, man. You're certainly not afraid of jumping in in court. So if you have an idea, jump in. Dana Kennedy, a lot just jumped out at me. But one thing is, her phone pinged January 2 at home when she was supposed to have left the morning of January 1, what she left without her phone? Yeah, nothing, nothing makes any sense, Nancy. I mean, and if she had, we were talking about flights earlier, had she made an arrangement for a flight, that would have shown up online somewhere. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, to you, Philip Holloway, lawyer and founder of the Holloway Law Group, Cobb County, Georgia. Philip Holloway, why is it her office reported her missing? Shouldn't the husband have reported her missing? Well, look, anybody who cares about her should have reported her missing. But look, I think this does make perfectly good sense. Man, I like you. Hey, if my husband ever goes missing, remind me, hire Philip Holloway. (laughs) Of course, he can't go missing because I've got him on Life 360. I've got him on this and on that. Man, I know when he's going to go empty the trash. Actually, really? He's so trustworthy. When I try to like look through his emails, they're so boring, my eyes bleed. So, you know, I'm actually not tracking him. That said, go ahead, Philip Holloway. Well, look, I think this whole thing does make perfectly good sense because the the picture that's being painted here by the circumstantial evidence. All I said is he didn't report her missing, man. Yeah, this could be the most powerful type of evidence in court. Circumstantial evidence is great. And the circumstances paint a picture of someone who has been killed. This is a murder case. We all know where it's going. The circumstances all point to that. Well, I believe you're putting the cart before the horse. 
I don't think so. Nobody has said murder yet. I don't think so. I think this is where it's oh, going. Oh, I did. Now, see, have you, are, are you familiar with William Shakespeare? Because one of my favorite quotes is, Methinks thou doth protest too much. All I said was he didn't report her missing, and you just went crazy about a circumstantial murder case. Well, that's what it is. Uh, you know, when somebody says this doesn't make sense, I have the position that it makes perfectly good sense. Once you understand that this is a murder case, it starts to make sense. Everything that we know and everything that's happened fits perfectly into that paradigm. Why didn't he report her missing, Philip Holloway? Because he's afraid of going to prison. Okay, well, that's certainly one way of putting it. Now, we we have a little, uh, let's just say, inconsistency in the facts. Take a listen to WBZ. WBZ has obtained and verified audio of a voicemail left by Mr. Walsh for one of Anna's friends. The friend lives in Washington, D.C., where Anna works and tells us the voicemail was left on Wednesday. That's the same day Anna was reported missing to police. Good afternoon. It's uh, Brian Walsh. I hope all is going well. Um, I was just just reaching out to basically everybody I could. Um, Anna hasn't been in touch for a few days. Do you know anyone that might have that contact with her? Uh, Just, uh, you know, calling everyone. So uh, sorry to bother you. Sure, everything's fine. Okay, no offense to this guy calling people, but Dana Kennedy, did it sound a little bit like he was reading a script to you? It sounded a bit like he was reading a script, and also he was completely nonchalant. I mean, in this day and age, when someone's out of touch for two days, you'd be in a total panic. You'd be calling every cop. You'd be doing everything possible. You're so right. Dr. Bethany Marshall, I've told you this story before, but I don't think everybody knows the story. Let me just tell this real quick. David, my husband, travels a lot for his job. And typically when he touches down, he'll text me. And that's great. I don't need to talk to him. I just like to know he's safe. Well, Bethany, um, excuse me, Dr. Bethany, one time he got to Florida and he texted, I made it and I'm going to go do this, 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 and this, and then I'll end up at the hotel, you know, around nine o'clock. Well, you know what? I never heard from him again. And I could just imagine him getting run over in the parking lot or some nut hitting me in the head or I, I didn't know what I was thinking, you know. My coworker D and I stayed up till four o'clock last night, that night, calling hospitals. Finally, he w- I got the manager to go and knock on his door up with much, much strong arming. And he was in there and had come home early and fallen asleep. You could hear the TV in the background. He's like totally knocked out. But I was so upset. I was calling every hospital. In the area, I didn't know where his business appointments were, so I was trying outlying hospitals. I know I sounded like a crazy person. I was convinced something had happened to him. I just sure as heck didn't sound like I was reading a script. <laughs> no, exactly. That's what I, you just took the words right out of my mouth. Compare his response with yours. He had what we call in my field, trite, rehearsed, and stereotyped speech. That's what we put in reports when we're analyzing a patient who's sort of hollow and empty and not believable. Also somebody who has very little original thinking. So they kind of, they kind of, um, they spout off or they repeat what they have read somewhere or what they hear other people saying. I hear you. Let's hear that again, Sydney. Could you play that one more time? 
where we hear Brian Walsh. WBZ has obtained and verified audio of a voicemail left by Mr. Walsh for one of Anna's friends. The friend lives in Washington, D.C., where Anna works and tells us the voicemail was left on Wednesday. That's the same day Anna was reported missing to police. Good afternoon. It's uh, Brian Walsh. I hope all is going well. Um, I was just, just reaching out to basically everybody I could. Um, Anna hasn't been in touch for a few days. Do you know anyone that might have that contact with her? Uh, just, uh, you know, calling everyone. So uh, sorry to bother you. I'm sure everything's fine. Hmm. Okay. So now, guys, take a listen to what police are saying. This is from WUSA. Walsh's friends and family have been cooperating with detectives. The real estate executive would spend her work weeks in the district and weekends with her family in her Massachusetts home, where local and state officials have brought in their search. Anna Walsh is described as a 5'2 woman weighing 115 pounds. She has brown hair and brown eyes and speaks with an Eastern European accent, according to police. For now, police say there is no sign of foul play. No evidence of foul play? Well, maybe this will jog the police into action. A fire erupts. Take a listen to our friends at WCVB. Police say she wasn't reported missing until Wednesday. She does work in D.C. and it's, it's not abnormal for her to um, you know, work long hours and, and, and not contact the home. Investigators say her phone's been off since Sunday and there's no evidence her credit cards have been used. And the fire at the family's former home only adds to the mystery. We're going to look at everything here. Um, you know, very strange coincidence. And you can see the command post behind us here tonight. Officers wrapped up their search here around 6.30 tonight, and they plan to regroup in the morning. Uh, straight back out to veteran trial lawyer Philip Holloway. While police say no evidence of foul play, now a fire breaks out at the home they just moved out of. Do you believe, and do you actually believe in coincidences in criminal law, Philip? No, not particularly not in this case. Listen, I think that there's certainly circumstantial evidence that uh, can be interpreted as signs of foul play. You know, look, not reporting her missing for a couple of days in and of itself is problematic. And when you add it to all the other pieces of circumstantial evidence, such as leaving the house to buy cleaning supplies and the internet searches and finding the items uh, in the basement. So not only do we have a fire breaking out at their former home, the picture becomes more bleak. Take a listen to our friends at WBTS. More bags being brought out of the Cohasset home where missing mom Anna Walsh and her family live just a day after investigators said they wrapped up their search for evidence there, evidence that included the discovery of blood and a bloody knife in the basement. New video obtained by NBC10 Boston shows Brian Walsh just one day after his wife was last seen on security cameras at Press Juice Bar in Norwell. Meanwhile, the NBC10 investigators have learned a hacksaw and bloody towels were found during the search of the transfer station in Peabody and the dumpsters at the Swampscott apartment complex where Brian Walsh's mother lives. To Dana Kennedy joining us in the New York Post, I guess that changed the course of the investigation. What exactly, what evidence has been found so far and where? I think there's there's some confusion about that. Early on, um, the investigators went north of Boston to a place called Peabody to a transfer station there. They found some material that initially was called evidence or remains, and I don't think it's been... Um, specifically outlined at all yet. I don't think they, I mean, they found like a, I believe a, a bloody knife in the, in the basement, but clearly the guy is still not under arrest for this murder. So there's nothing that completely 
pointing at him yet, as far as I know. So a bloody knife, and um, I believe the knife had been broken to some degree. Right. And some blood in the family home, not the former home that was burned down, but the family home where Anna was living with her three boys and husband. And there's more. Listen to NBC10 Boston. Police have been collecting surveillance video from several places Brian Walsh visited after his wife's disappearance. That includes walking by this dumpster at a liquor store in Swampscott. They're trying to figure out what exactly happened. Dr. Anne-Marie Myers used to work at the medical examiner's office and now teaches forensic criminology at Anna Maria College. She says authorities will fast track everything they have through the lab, including the hacksaw and the bloody knife. But some of the details could make the police work difficult. There's an indication that there's been some sort of perhaps dismembering of the body and then disposal echoes many cases that I was involved in where the police were never able to find human remains. Ross Gardner is joining me, forensic consultant. Ross, what does a broken knife mean to you? Well, it's unclear as to is it's broken or it's damaged, but that would not be uh, unexpected, uh, either through if he used a knife during the uh, course of the assault or in the course of uh, dismembering. Dismembering is not an easy task. I think what's more important uh, at this point will be the DNA. Um, you know, they haven't arrested him, but that's because they've got to go and they're going to have to correlate the knife and those blood stains that they found uh, specifically in the basement back to Anna. And then, of course, in that sense, there's some belief that he may have cleaned up uh, the scene. We could have high expectation that they're doing uh, additional uh, work such as LCV or luminol trying to enhance any cleanup activity because that'll give you a better sense for you know, is this just a couple of tiny little blood stains or was there a large volume of blood here? And now it's been uh, cleaned up. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. 
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Big thank you to our partner making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. What can you tell me, Dana Kennedy, about a $450 bill at Home Depot? Well, when they found the uh, the receipt for this, um, there it was cleaning supplies, um, and I believe there might have been some rope found, but again, pretty suspicious considering his wife is missing. I've got um, mops, tarp, quickly buckets, various type of tape, and cleaning supplies, all from the Rockland Home Depot. And you know what I love, Philip Holloway, about Home Depot, much like Target, they have excellent surveillance video i will never forget i believe it was target where tot mom casey anthony went while her daughter kelly was missing uh, there she was in her push-up bra buying beer and all sorts of party stuff using somebody else's check by the way while her daughter was missing she was not the least bit upset And I guarantee you there's going to be Home Depot surveillance video of the husband, Brian Walsh, buying all of his cleaning supplies. And not only will they find forensically, as they've already stated, a bloody knife and some blood in the basement, there could be traces of that cleaning supply in the home. And Luminol 
catches so much that the naked eye misses. Any blood spatter, any smudge, any transfer, anything on the wall or the ceiling. A lot of times when defendants murder someone, they forget to look up at the ceiling. That's a big boo-boo, Philip Holloway. Yeah, it is. And I can't think of a an innocent reason for him to be at the Home Depot at that time in violation of his bond, by the way. Uh, purchasing $450 worth of cleaning supplies. If it's not something that he normally does, and, and there's no information that that is part of his regular routine. So it's just one more brick in the wall when you add it together with all the other circumstantial evidence. And by the way, speaking of a hacksaw, can you imagine any worse thing to, to be out there uh, you know, involved in a case like this? If there's a hacksaw involved, that just sends the mind into thinking the absolute worst and most horrifying of outcomes in this case. And I got to tell you, Dana Kennedy, uh, New York Post, it's not like on Dexter, where the whole floor and the walls are encased in plastic, and then he dismembers the bad guy and then just kind of folds it all up, and you never, you never find any blood spatter at all. It's not like that at all. It's an arduous task. It's very hard to dismember someone. And you always leave behind blood. Plus, you've got to get blood off that hacksaw traced back to Anna, if that's in fact true. That's right. This is all so incredibly grisly. And I don't know how an everyday average guy, which is what Brian Walsh was, could even figure out how to saw limbs off. I don't think I could. And there's more, guys. Take a listen to our friend, Julianne Lima, Boston 25. We did confirm through sources that investigators did, in fact, find evidence in that dumpster that is connected to Anna Walsh's disappearance. Now, they searched the dumpster here in Peabody for hours last night, state and local police. Sources also telling us police towed that dumpster from Brian Walsh's mother's apartment complex in Swampscott. We spoke to people who live in that complex who were horrified to learn of what may have been put in their trash. And the one in there is automatic. When you close the door, it, it compacts. Yeah. Very scary thing to think about that, because God forbid if somebody put something in there, a compact would compact it. Back to you, Danny Kennedy. We are just learning that Anna Walsh, age 39, was planning for the future, selling off assets to reinvest in real estate before she vanished on New Year's Day. What, if anything, do we know about that? Well, we know um, information about her plans for the future when it came to her business from some tenants that she had in Revere, which is north of Boston, a seaside town. And these tenants had been with her for a while and considered her a friend. I believe they knew her for seven years. And they were shocked when about a month ago she said, oh, you guys have to get out. I'm selling it. And when they sort of acted like, well, can we have some more time? They said her whole demeanor changed in a way they'd never seen before. She was pushy, they said, not very nice, had a bit of a meltdown over it, and they were shocked. But then another source uh, told Fox News that it was normal for someone who's in like sort of low-level real estate investment to flip and put that money into another investment, which sounds like she did because it was sold, that Revere Beach home, prior to her disappearance. Hmm. What can you tell me, Dana, about some fake Andy Warhol paintings? Brian Walsh bought them from an L.A. gallery dealer who believed it. And it wasn't until later that he found out they were completely fake. And Brian Walsh was later um, arrested in connection with art fraud. 
that's why he was living in Cohasset with an ankle monitor. I'm picking back up. So Brian had a an art fraud conviction and was forced by the court to stay at home. But aside from the art fraud, this to me is much more troubling. Take a listen to our cut 21, our friend Bob Ward. On social media, missing Cohasset mom Anna Walsh portrayed a glamorous, happy life with her husband, Brian Walsh. But a police report revealed deep trouble even before Anna and Brian were even engaged. According to this public incident report, Anna Knipp, her maiden name, told D.C. Metro Police that Brian Walsh, quote, made a statement over the telephone that he was going to kill her and her friends. She added, Brian now lives in Boston, Massachusetts. Brian Walsh is not named in the report, but my sources indicate the suspect here is Brian Walsh. The report lists the potential offense as felony threats, but Anna never cooperated with D.C. Metro Police. Brian Walsh was never charged, and the case was closed. And not only was that case closed, she then went on to marry him. Dr. Bethany Marshall, can you make sense of that? Well, yes, absolutely I can, Nancy, because even the most abusive of relationships always start out with an attachment, right? Two people love each other. They want to be be together. And according to a cultural anthropologist, Helen Fisher, there's an idealization between the couple that lasts for like seven to 15 months where they just see each other as perfect and as a person who's going to take care of all their own unmet needs. And it's not until that initial idealization wears off, they start to see the true character of the other person. And then more specifically with women who are abused, there's kind of a crisis of boundaries where when the man is abusive, toxic, in this case, homicidal, the woman thinks, oh, it's my fault. I, I went to D.C. I made him jealous. I posted all these pictures. I shouldn't have done it. And and she could have blamed herself, which would then have paved the way for the, the uh, sort of a matching thought, which right. would be, well, it's my fault. I have to fix it. And now I just have to go back home and make things better. Take a listen also to what our friend Lawrence Jones uh, from Fox News and our cut 13 has learned. What do you know about Brian? Uh, unfortunately, not much, because every time when we would have a conversation about Brian, it would be switched to children or brushed off. So we... What do you mean brushed off? How um, would the conversation go? Literally switching the subject. So, and I said, and I, if there is anything, come, you know, it's, it's okay. And she said, everything is fine. And more. Her husband, Brian, had this no picture policy. I mean, it's even hard to find pictures of her out there when we want to remember her, her life and try to get answers for her. Did y'all hear anything about that? Does that surprise you, this no picture policy? Hard to say. She was hiding, truly. But the absence of him, I understand that even in New Year's Eve, my friend said that he would not even take personal photos for between friends that he was missing in the photos in during the New Year's Eve, that he would take pictures of everybody else but not of himself. So there must be some reasons for it. Um, I don't want to speculate what the reason, but it is odd. I know picture policy. Dana Kennedy from the New York Post, there's one very important picture out there right now, his mugshot. He apparently lied to police, and he's been charged with impeding the investigation, stating he took his sons for ice cream, when in fact, that's not true. No, it's it's not true at all. There doesn't seem to be anything really valid that he 
has said so far. And if I agree with a lot of what Dr. Bethany said in principle, but I think it's very strange still to file a police report or make a police report saying this guy was going to kill you and then marry him a year later and not have not one, but three children and then leave them essentially with a guy who she knew had been convicted of a crime. I, I have a vibe that she wasn't just the sweet, loving mother that, you know, that we see. Listen, I'm sorry if she's been murdered, obviously, but I think she was, she was kind of a complicated person. I think it's very odd to go ahead and marry a guy like that and have three kids and then leave the kids with him during the week. The tip line, 781-383-1055. Repeat, 781-383-1055. Can I add something? Sure. Nancy, we've just gotten word that Norfolk County DA in Massachusetts has charged Brian Walsh with murder. We wait as justice unfolds. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 